What kind of games do we want to play? Reindeer games? Dreidel? Those are the two December-appropriate games that I know. I, I play reindeer. have a dreidel. I play reindeer games. Okay, this one's called uh, Ostracize the Person Who's Different. Okay. We're ostracizing Erica for not being a water sign. Yeah. Oh, but only Olive did that. I thought you were going to ostracize me for not being autistic. Or for not being in Canada. <laughs> really, I don't belong here. Do you want to quit? Yeah. Oh, well, too bad. Your contract is uh, locked in for the next five years. You can try to start a fight with Sammy Guevara <laughs> and see if that'll get you out of your contract. <laughs> or if your kid's working for like a rival podcast, maybe we'll consider it. But also, like, I know you don't want to quit because you're extremely excited about Riley Knutson. Hello, listeners. This is your host and game master, Kat. I'll keep things short today and give a quick shout out to Unsound Theories. The most recent episode is a really strong one, and the lore is going to start spiraling quickly out of control for season four. So now's the perfect time to catch up with the season three finale. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First, you can tell someone about the show. We thrive on word of mouth, and our goofy brand of weird is the perfect thing to recommend to your friends, your polycule, your found family, your biological family, or your Moirail. You could also be our favorite people in the world and leave a review for the show on the podcatcher of your choice. We're fans of good pods for their really neat shareability features, but whatever you prefer works for us. If you do leave a review, let us know via tweet or Tumblr message, and you'll get a shout out on the show. You can also support us by visiting patreon.com slash sosasmedia. With all that said, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Okay, so, I think the camera comes up on the Aurum. Probably in hyperspace, most likely. Uh, it's been just a little bit since you guys left 
Cinda. And it's been a little bit weird. You know, not having Keel around has made things kind of... It, it feels a little, little off. And I think I'd like to take a look at that by first honing in on SD. Okay, yeah. Um, So you're probably doing normal SD things, whatever SD normally does in the ship. I assume that's like... Um, Mechanic mechanical mechanical yeah mechanicking mm-hmm. um you and reba are probably in the engine room you know maintaining engine stasis and all that fun stuff it's hot it's loud and it's kind of your safe place you're the place you go when you need to be alone because the ship has been pretty quiet for the last couple of days actually and i think we will have someone knocks on your door or rings your doorbell or whatever for the engine room then this loud bing bong yeah it's a zoom style bing bong when someone um, arrives on the call yep um you can let yourself in sorry my hands are busy uh jack comes through the door in his like in his civvies, it's like a very sort of dressed down look. Uh, Esty, uh, is there anything for me to do around the ship? Oh gosh, um, I mean, um, she's not. She's honestly doing pretty well. Um, we haven't, you know, tried to crash her into anything or through anything or like take blind routes through hyperspace in a while and. Uh, Probably, Turns out when you don't yeah. do that, um, paid for all ships, of our fuel and all that. Yeah, pretty easy to uh, to maintain. It's almost a little too quiet, you know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Or is that just how it's supposed to be? Uh, possibly, but there's I don't know. Plex wants us to keep busy, and had to keep busy when there's nothing to do you know you can only do drills so many times yeah you know i got i mean frankly i got pretty used to running the ship without you know gold squad aboard all y'all and then uh yeah with um with the easy pace we've been taking these days you know we're we're doing all right yeah that's i think that's the problem well, okay, so what, you want there to be problems? I, I don't know, I mean, like, there's just... You're bored. More to, basically, I think people are starting to get a little, uh, you know, cabin fever. Right. Um, I don't know. Um, I don't feel like particularly doing a dance routine about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wouldn't, um, <sighs> oh god, I don't know, could you... What's a hobby you always wanted to take up besides gambling? We know that one doesn't work for you. No, I've been trying to keep my uh, my hands occupied so I don't have, you know, the... Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of part of the problem. Um, Did you maybe want to, I don't know, um, put like 15 credits on... Uh, Jack? Let me finish, please. I, I've... Put 15 credits on a uh, group card so we can pick up some additional 
I was going to ask you if you wanted to bet on uh, on swoop racing. I'm, I don't have a... Yeah. Um, hmm. There's no. just got to be something we can do. You could get really into coffee. Coffee? Calf. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay. You know, right. Uh, so... <sighs> fancy calf. You could as get it into... Were. I suppose. I don't know. Just, you know, Tina hasn't been himself for a while, and he's usually the one who sets our training regimen and, you know, rotations and everything. And... <sighs> yeah. Um, I mean, is there anything we could do for him? You know, like... We could take those 15 credits and put it towards, uh, like, a party or something. A party. I'm not sure yeah, Keener's like in a, a partying mood. I, I mean, life day's coming up and everything. We could <sighs> true get together a life day party. That's not a bad idea, actually. It's been a while since we've had life day decorations up on the arm. And, you know, it, it's something to bring a little bit of extra light and some... Yeah, a little joy. A little bit of, uh, it's, maybe we could... Get some like hollow musicians or something. That's that's a really good idea. You know, I've got I, this. Um, there's this band I've been listening to lately that have put out their their Life Day hollows. They're called uh, Jefferson Star Destroyer. Mm, yeah, I feel like I've heard of them. I have caused Aaron physical pain by saying that. Yep. <laughs> um. Are they. Oh. Changed the name a couple of times, but uh, currently going by Jefferson Star Destroyer. Right. I mean, I don't think there's any denying that, you know, we've all been pretty down. And and no question about that. We've all kind of been trying to figure out what it looks like right now. And maybe that'll be a good way to get our mind off of things and, you know, remember the good times. Get back to... Get back to... Um... Or it, maybe not get back, but find a new normal or at least yeah um hit some sort of less depressing equilibrium put a smile on someone's face for a while yeah uh we should probably ask plex before we go and start spending money on hosting a party but yeah do we need just, to ask plex just plex yeah i we, we can just make it a surprise I mean, it's not like we're buying anything crazy, and... Well, I mean, I was thinking we could buy, like, you know, one of those laser scattering fields to, you know, put up against the engine to give it a nice cascading sort of uh, decorative effect. That's... You're talking fancy. Um, Yeah. You're just thinking some light bulbs and... Yeah, I don't know, a life day tree, and we decorate the cafeteria and have have a group dinner type of thing, and... um, but hey, you know what? This sounds like a project, and that'll keep you occupied. And that's uh, true. And I mean, it's not just me getting rid of you. I mean, like I, I, I. I know you're the biggest like life this. day fan on the crew, but no. You know. Well, it just really wasn't a thing for me growing up, and um, and uh, it's yeah, it's something we should do. Okay, Good thinking. Uh, then I'll uh, get, maybe I can get, like, orange matchstick on the team. On second thought, maybe not matchstick. Yeah, 
I don't know that um, explosives know this, yeah. in the ship are really entirely what we're looking for. I mean, life day fireworks are kind of an important part of the celebration, but well, you know, yeah, but um, not in space. Yeah, I, I think maybe we uh, we leave him out of this particular planning uh, committee. So, uh, Reaper, did she want to help with the life day decorations? Blah blah blah. Right, <laughs> I forgot you were droidish. <laughs> Okay, we'll have a Droidica Minora set up. <laughs> yes, I hate this. <laughs> this is bad. Uh, okay, Reba, you don't have to help. Uh, we'll God Squad will take care of setting up the life day decor, and uh, I'll send you a handmade invite, one for each of you. I've got some construction paper to put together. I'll see you in a little while yeah that i'm looking forward to it now and it's nice to have something to look forward to honestly yeah i think that's kind of what everyone needs uh don't forget to wear your life day sweater and uh i'll get you that invite as soon as it's ready okay yeah sounds good we shuffle over to uh plex um so plex you yes. are you are probably in your office most likely um F- finishing up the debriefing of that whole thing we just did i think you actually probably finished up the paperwork like a day or two ago and i think you have on a data pad at your desk like um a, there's like a book that you have open that's called like how to start again building a life after the end of a relationship and you're reading it and it's like hmm what are the chapter titles in this book (laughs) chapter three is titled uh so the empire kidnapped your husband (laughs) hate it when that happens uh you kind of looked through the um the index and you found the chapter on uh mysterious disappearance comma runaway Okay. Is this book, like, secretly Tales of the Imperium that isn't supposed to get out? Uh, No, it's a practical advice book on ways to start rebuilding yourself after the end of a relationship, and you've been reading it to try to give Tiener some advice because he's been absolutely inconsolable this entire time. You got it from... Yeah, you got it from the library, so it's, you know, it's on your data pad for the next week or so, and then you have to return it. Yeah, that Libby app is, like, super on time. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, while you're reading that book, the door opens. Nobody knocks, it just opens. And BT comes in. BT, I thought we've talked about basic manners. We did. It's supposed to be that you show respect to people you respect. <laughs> More basic than that. You wanted me to report when I finished scanning all of the clones' control chips. I finished scanning all of the clones' control chips. Okay, and? Did you want more detail than that? I was hoping for a rip- report on it. Okay, well, all of them are working normally, except for CT-1316. Okay. 
do you think we should put him down if he's not under control? Um, no. No. I don't think we need to do that. Your funeral. They could always rebuild me. I, I'm willing to take that risk. Fine. Also, BT? Yes? Remind me to jettison your backups just in case. Are you threatening to kill me? Oh no, I just want us on an even, even playing field. Ha. Huh. Ha. Huh. Us. Even. You should know. Your crew appear to be mutinying. Okay, but they do that every week. What is it this time? They're setting up Life Day decorations. Life Day? Is that coming up? Yes. Oh, crap. I didn't buy any cards this year. Oh, no. What a tragedy. Yes, it actually is. Kellera. Keep this up and I'm going to put you on Life Day duties. Suppose it won't be worse than the rest of my miserable existence. Fair. Uh, actually, BT... I am going to need you to source some Life Day cards for me. <sighs> and pick out a particularly jolly one for yourself. We have a package of generic holiday greeting cards in cargo hold number four. Great. I'll go check that out later. If that's everything. I think that's it for right now, yeah. Okay. He leaves. Is there anyone you want to call now that you know that people are setting up life day decorations? Uh, who would Plex assume is doing this? So I roll a knowledge crew. Um, yeah, you can roll a knowledge check. I, I, or um, I, I think discipline falls under the category of leadership, and leadership involves knowing the psych profiles of your crew. Okay. What difficulty would that be? Easy. That's two successes and a threat. So immediately, your first instinct is that at this moment, you know it's not BT. You know it's not Reba. You know it's probably not Tina because Tina has kind of just been dissociative for the last couple of days. So setting mm -hmm. up life decorations is probably not his idea. And then as you get to think about it, you kind of start to make some connections and you realize... Kippen is probably busy trying to figure out how to be a leader. Matchstick would be setting up Life Day fireworks, not decorations. Yeah, no. Would not want him around those on the ship. Um, you've been getting regular status reports from SD on engine status, so it's probably not SD. So you narrow it down to most likely one of Jack or Orange. But not before a brief... And kind of upsetting thought of, oh, it's probably Keel. That little bit of, I guess you would call it familiarity that... It, it seems chaotic enough Keel would want to be in on it. But it's, you know, the, the reason it comes to mind is because it's just, this is like the exact sort of thing he would do. And then it kind of, like, you have that brief flash of a thought, and you're like, no, it can't be him, he's not here anymore. Then you kind of fixate on, he's not here anymore. And it kind of drains the wind out of your sails a little bit. It drains the solar energy out of your solar sails. Yeah. Huh. But, you know, you do have to figure out who's setting up these decorations. Uh, and you know it's one of either Jack or Orange. Because those are the only two people left, and you know, in your um, Sherlock clones sort of deduction, you come up with 
Did you know? What? Sherlock clones? Yeah, it's one of Tina's favorite stories. I was trying to ignore that one. <laughs> by Sir Arthur Clonan Doyle. Mm, just a second, I think I need to leave forever. <laughs> what, you don't like Arthur Clonan Doyle? No. It's bad. I thought that was pretty funny. Bad and wrong. Emma, what do you think of Sherlock clones? Sherlock clones? Yes. I'm a fan. <laughs> it's, it's written by Sir Arthur Clonan Doyle. I'm a fan. I need you to not encourage this behavior. <laughs> oh, trust me, there is no amount of non-encouraging that I will that I can do that will prevent this from happening. It's, it's gonna true. happen, and in fact, not encouraging it only further encourages it. I probably wouldn't have come up with Arthur Clone and Doyle if I had gotten anything other than a negative reaction. <sighs> so it's either Jack or Orange. And SD sending me reports pretty regularly look clean. Might as well just call both of them. So, okay. getting on the intercom. Uh, Jack, Orange, please report to Captain's Quarters. It's about two minutes later when they both show up. They knock at the door or ring the doorbell or whatever kind of system you have set up for your ready room. I will open the door for them. The door hisses open and you see... Jack and Orange in their civvies. Uh, Captain, you wanted to see us. Uh, yeah, I've gotten a report of some activity going on. Uh, yes, sir? Is it something we can investigate? It's something you might be indicted for, actually. Um, sir? Which of you is setting up Life Day celebrations? Orange looks directly at Jack, like, <laughs> very conspicuously. <laughs> Uh, as Orange seems to be indicating, it was my idea to set up Life Day decorations. Um, Life Day's coming up, and, well, I thought that the crew might want something to sort of help them find a little bit of light and joy, and, you know. Uh-huh. Orange, thank you for coming. Uh, You're dismissed. Sir. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, can I get back to setting up the Life Day tree? Which one's this talking? This is Orange. Yes. Uh, thank you, sir. He scuttles out. Oh, scuttling music again. Uh, Captain, I can explain. It's, I know that I didn't ask permission, but, um, I wanted it to be a surprise. It's very important, Jack, that we keep the hierarchies and lines of communication open on this ship. Alright, but, uh, you know, a surprise life day party doesn't anyone and i've been using my personal funds for your personal funds decorations see it's very important that these lines stay open for communication because in holding bay four there's a box that may have some ornaments in it already uh he brightens up uh <laughs> sir um i didn't know we had life day decorations and i'm quite frankly a little disappointed that sd didn't tell me about that I'm not sure any of us really know about it. BT had it in, in the inventory, though. There's at least cards in there. Um, I was gonna actually suggest that we have a little, like, a sort of get-together with maybe some uh, warm drinks, and we make Life Day cards for each other. It's like a little, like, pre-party. Mm -hmm. Okay, I see. Like some arts and crafts time. That 
actually may be good for the crew. Certainly, like, a, you know, um, I've been thinking maybe we could get, like, a, a hollow band and, you know, have some nice gentle life day music playing in the background and, you know, with all of the decorations and the festive mood, maybe uh, I'm going to be very blatant about this. Maybe Tina will actually smile for the first time in days. That would be very great to see. Please don't stake the success, success of, of the party the... doesn't hinge on Tina. The okay, success good. of the party hinges on, um, well, the amount of construction paper that we have. It's not a much. It's not much. Uh, I don't know that we need a lot, but like you know, just a couple of colors. Do we need um, to be a stop for supplies? We might need to make a stop for supplies. Okay. I'll see if I can find a space zellers on the route. So, um, yeah, if, uh, would you like me to do the research or would you like me to focus on continuing to do the decor? Well, we're going to need the research for the decor, so I'm pretty sure we can knock both out pretty quickly. So, um, I'll check the cargo container and you can look up the nearest, uh, Stellars. <laughs> it's Zellers, but stars. Stellars. Yeah, just let me know what, after you've checked. Uh, Shouldn't be yes, too sir. hard to find something out here. Probably not. Uh, we are sort of mid-rim. Space suburbs. <laughs> Space <laughs> suburbs? <laughs> That's not wrong. <laughs> uh, I'll send you a report as soon as I have something. Sounds good. Dismissed. Sir. And he salutes and leaves. But not scuttling? No, he doesn't scuttle. Okay. Who would like to be the one who tells Tina about the party? I guess I could. Okay. Uh, it's you know a little while later. The decorations are up. There's some fake snow around and a little bit of, like, you know, the environmental music that is heavily sleigh bell focused. Uh, Tina has been more or less holed up in the cockpit. Um, couple bags of space all dress chips on the floor. You um gotta watch out for those things. They uh um so sodium levels or something. Um yeah. Yeah. Uh sure. Did you need something? Um <sighs> Yeah, I guess I do. Okay. Um and I'll Tell it to you in the best way I feel like you know how to take things. Um, a song. Oh, what? Sorry, I'm just gripping with you. I don't expect you to sing me a song. Okay, that's... Sorry, I was kind of working in my head trying to come up with one, and I don't think it was going to happen. Um, listen, I just... I need you to, to break out of this funk. And... Um, I know I can't just order you to stop being in a funk. Um, as much as I'm sure that's what you'd prefer, you being you. Um, so instead, what I'm going to tell you is um, you are required, Tainer, to be present in the cafeteria at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. And I'd do wear you your mean, nice sweater. Do you mean 1800? <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. I, I, mm, yeah. You have your orders, soldier. Um, Estee? <laughs> yeah? With all due respect, uh, you don't outrank me. Um, it, mm, but didn't 
Oh, I guess you work for Plex, huh? Um, okay. I'll be there, but I'm not wearing a sweater. Hey, don't I'll don't make me get Plex. Fine, you don't have to wear a sweater. The rest of the clones will be in sweaters. I mean, you'll probably feel left out. Are you wearing a sweater? Yeah, of course. Same sweater I've worn the past. I don't know, 15, 16 life days. It used to have a pattern on it, but these days it's kind of just oil. <laughs> you know, suits my personality. Uh, have you, you know that uh, there are a bunch of soporifics that do remove oil from clothing? You know, I do. But life day is about, like, love. And, and stink, apparently. I love stink. the smell of oil. No, the oil don't stink. It's clean. Well. I mean, maybe if it's spelled K-L-E-E-N. That's okay. a real actual oil joke that maybe the audience probably won't get. <laughs> <laughs> or half the people in this scene. Um, but um, yeah, anyhow, I'm done doing this part and I will see you tomorrow evening. We'll, um, yeah. We'll have some fun, deliberately, by <laughs> by orders. Mandatory. Mandatory fun. That Yeah, there you go. That Space Al Yankovic album? I don't think I know that one. It's like his last album, and then he got off of his record contract, and it... it never mind. Huh. Um, yeah, I haven't listened to him since I was in school, so, you know. Anyhow, um, you can bring that album if you want, you know? Um... It's it's fun. When you say a sweater, do you mean a Life Day sweater? Well, duh. Okay, the album isn't Life Day appropriate. Ah, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, um, I'm gonna leave. Uh, I gotta check on the engine. All right. You don't need to make uh, an excuse, you can just go. I, yeah. Is the, mm, wait, yeah. hold, hold on. Mm. Uh, I appreciate you reaching out and inviting me to the party, and uh, I'm sorry I've been kind of a dick. Eh, I've dealt with worse, you know? Yeah, I suppose most of us have dealt with bigger dicks before. Uh, I'm walking out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, in the meantime, while this is happening, we zoom over to another part of the galaxy. That was quite good because I got most of Cat in my right side. And I got most of Baron in my left side. It was a <laughs> so Keel, you regain consciousness behind a force field in the back of a unfamiliar ship. There seems to be a little droid buzzing around. What's his name again? It's uh Toto. Toto. Yep. Toto 360. Yes. You don't have your weapons, fairly obviously. You don't have much back there, actually. There's a plate of rations and some water, and there's a toilet. Sorry, there's a fresher, and that's it. Yes, can I have you roll a perception check? And this will be average. Make me roll dice on a fucking <laughs> yeah making you play an rpg on the rpg actual play podcast success and an advantage with that kind of a role 
you are able to take a couple of things in. Um, first and foremost, you notice that um, your data pad is not that far outside of your cell. And it looks like it has been tidied up recently. Like, not the actual data on it, but the desk that it's sitting on seems to have been, like, basically maintained very recently, you assume most likely by the droid that's kind of floating around humming to itself. And it's, like, literally screen front facing towards you. Hey, droid. Um, yes? Uh, can you can you bring me my, uh, my data pad? <laughs> roll <laughs> have you roll um oh god it's not persuasion it would be coercion charm charm or coercion i'm gonna go with charm what's my difficulty this will be easy <laughs> just one success um okay uh do you need anything else i can uh refresh your water do you want to let me out of <laughs> good one I'm serious. We're not. Go Where am I gonna go? We're in the middle of hyperspace. I assume we are. What's the harm in that? I have already fallen for that one once. <laughs> right. So you know mistakes. What mistakes not to make now? Yes, and the presumably, first mistake that I will not presumably make is the last you out. person who did that turned you off. I'm not gonna do that. I, I promise. Deception. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead and roll a deception. Um, Are you again, modifying upgrade this? this once? Add a black die because this worked pretty well for Omega, but you are not a cute child. Now, to be more accurate, cute, but not a child. I, I said not a cute child. I didn't say not cute. You don't have an adorable. It's a New failure Zealand with accent. an advantage. What? A failure with an advantage. Haha, <laughs> haha, good one. Let me tell you about the last time I let someone out because they reasoned that they could go nowhere. And he launches into a long-winded story about the time they captured Omega and then she escaped because yeah. he let her out. So, it's like an hour and a half later. At some point, I assume, he brings over my data pad. No, he has completely forgotten that you asked for your data pad. <laughs> So that's a that's a great story, and uh, you know, I understand now. Could you at least bring me my data pad? I assume so you can read some novels or something, right? There's a really interesting novel about an anarchist emperor I've been reading, and his uh, slow burn platonic romance with his uh, executive officer, basically. Ooh, you'll have to give me the name of that book. Um, but first. Here's your data pad. He hands you the data pad through the force field. Does that break it? Um, no, there's like, it, basically... There's like a food slot or something? Yeah. Uh, I boop it on. Uh, you boot it up, and sure enough, uh, you are greeted by a image of... You're greeted by the cover of a book that you've been reading. Uh, on the cover is a yellow sun with a strange sort of face drawn on it and then you get a notification you pull down the notification on your data pad and download a data packet 
that tells you that the Grax have been actively trading with the self-titled Grand Moff Cassius and have been selling him a pretty hefty amount of ordnance, the kind that generally is used for orbital bombardment. And at the bottom of the information, there is a just a single G, or whatever the Orabesh G is called. Gex. Enter the gecko. That letter. Crack. Not, not that far off, actually. Um, I think while the droid was going on the long-winded uh, recount of his exploits with Omega, um, I was starting to like pull apart various panels inside the cell. Um, okay, if you want to do that, you are going to have to roll stealth. Okay, finish. Finish up. Go ahead. And at the conclusion of the the spiel, mm-hmm. um, after getting the data pad, my plan was to initiate the breakout. After reading the data pad, I ask, instead of instead of actually breaking out, I say, so where are you taking me anyway? I want Cad Bane to, to walk in at this point. Yeah, I think, you know, he probably does. Toto, why'd you give him the data pad? Well, he asked politely. <sighs> Droids. Okay. Krennic, you want to know where you're going? I assume you're taking me back to Sinar. That was originally the plan, but uh, we got some new, new directions. We're taking you... Uh, Cassius? I don't know. I don't care. We're taking you to Minduin. Oh, good. You're going to drop me off with the Crimson Dawn? <laughs> no. Crimson Dawn. Not much left of them here anyway. Not much left, no. I, uh, I was just told we'd be contacted in orbit. So I'm following the instructions so I can get paid. I came here to tell you there ain't no hope of you escaping. So don't try it. Guess I'll put your panels back together. Yeah, so uh, you go another four centimeters through those panels. You're in for a nasty shock. There's only one way out, and that's me turning off the force field. So, are you going to behave, or do I got to put you to sleep again? I got portable carbon freezing. Neither of us needs to trouble. I'm glad we're on the same page. And hey, while uh, you got some semblance of uh, our life still, here's something to keep you occupied. He slides like a pint bottle of Karelian brandy through the food slot. That doesn't feel like cat. This isn't spiked. It's for you to find out. One way or another, I'm guessing I'm not much long for this galaxy. Eh, you know, I've seen stranger things happen. Love that show. Yeah, season four was pretty great. When they introduced <laughs> Eddie Munson, I was all over that show. <laughs> uh, Way better than Steve Harrington. Space Post. I don't know. What do you? What? What's the fucking Star Wars toast? Bright suns. Bright suns. He leaves after taking a quick swig out of a similarly sized bottle of brandy. Toto, you're with me. The droid leaves with him, and you are alone with your thoughts and this potentially poisoned bottle of brandy. Well, I've already drunk the brandy, so I have you rolled a um. Oh fuck you. <laughs> 
No. Can I have you roll? Um. Oh God, what would it be? Resilience. Yeah. Uh, this will be easy. This is just for intoxication. What's your roll? It's two advantages. Keel, you've kind of been a teetotaler lately. Yeah. And you just drank an entire pony of brandy. And that goes directly to your head and directly to your stomach. Uh, whereupon you just so ever barely managed to keep yourself from vomiting by scarfing down your rations and eventually settle into a sort of uneasy sleep. As we sweep back across the galaxy to the next day at 1800 hours and some delightful cheerful holiday music plays as the Orum has their life day party. There's fake snow and no candles because you don't want to light candles in space, but electric candles. I'm sure the fake snow is probably flammable too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided, uh, uh, Jack decided to forego the mistletoe this year just because, you know, that would be awkward. Yeah, no, that, that, that wouldn't be very good. <laughs> but there's candles and snow and everyone's having... A grand old time, there's construction paper to make life day cards for everyone, and there's hot cocoa for everyone with marshmallows and all that, and seems like actually a pretty swell time. Uh, as we come into this scene, it's about half an hour after the party started, and there is one notable absence. Tiener is not there. And... You know, a couple of you know, maybe starting to be like, I guess he's not going to come. <sighs> Damn it. I, we set this whole thing up so that Tina would be here. You want me to go bug him again? I mean, if he didn't want to come the first time, he's That's probably... kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah. I don't know. Plex, uh, what do you think we should do? You all just keep going. I'll I'll go see if he wants anything brought down. Uh, uh, okay. Um... I mean, we're all going to have cards for him, I think. Well, yeah, so. I'll go see down if he wants some snacks brought down. And I'll bring the cards with me if he's not coming up. Okay, um, yeah. Do you need... You should bring him a uh, hot cocoa. Maybe a Revnog? Definitely a Revnog. Probably the greeny green kind? Yep. Do we have any, um... <laughs> yes, Erica? Don't know what half these words mean. <laughs> Uh, Revnog is the thing they drink in Andor. Oh, right. Yes. So if you want to bring him maybe like a Revnog and some cocoa, and then uh, we can sort of see how he's feeling from there. Yeah, no, I, I will go check on you all. You all have a good time. Thank you, sir. Uh, Plex, as you exit, you are like... You're, you're basically leaving, you're walking backwards and saying, you all have a good time. And you walk out the door as it shps open, and you bump into someone. Uh, Who would be on the ship? Well, BT is in the room with you. Reba's in the room with you. The clones are there with you. SD is with you. And you turn around, and Tina is there in, like, just the dingiest-looking Life Day sweater you've ever seen. 
Like, SD's looks pretty bad because it's just <laughs> covered in oil. Mm-hmm. Tina has somehow managed to find the one Life Day sweater that makes people sad. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Is it, like, moth-eaten? Yeah, and it's, like, got the, like, Charlie Brown Life Day tree on it. <laughs> but it's, like, not... Because, like, uh, the, the key to a good Christmas sweater is, like, the Fair Isles pattern in the knit, right? Like, it is mm -hmm. intentionally something with a complicated and loud pattern. And lighting. Should have lighting. <laughs> this one does not have integrated fairy lights. Um, it just has the one tree once. <laughs> and then, like, a black and white border around it. Oh, jeez. Um, there's no cabling or anything, because you don't cable on Fair Isles uh, knitting. You use the different yarns to make the pattern to make it visually interesting. Cabling is something you would generally do with a single color pattern. Um, if you can't tell, I really like knitting. Oh, hi, Tina. Uh, I was just coming down to see you. Uh, is the party still going? Absolutely. And Flex will, like, Hand him the Revnog. Oh, good. He drinks the Revnog and hands you back the cocoa. Well, it might get you in the spirit at least. Um, not to be too much of a downer, but um, who plans on flying the ship? It's, it's on autopilot. We have Reba. <sighs> right. Okay. She doesn't Takes celebrate. Another so. <laughs> big drink. Okay. Um, yeah, life day. Hi, everyone. Uh, SD, sorry I'm late. Hey, I'm just happy to see you're following orders, soldier. Good soldier follows orders. That's right, and that includes celebrating life day. I'm not going <laughs> to take any more introspection into those words. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I did have a couple things to say about that, but... Um, you know, uh, happy life day, everyone. Happy life day, Tina. Uh, who did the decor? Uh, that would actually be me. Uh, good job, Jack. Yeah, looks good. So, what's the planned activity? Well, I just know we don't usually have these sorts of parties without Plex having planned some sort of activity, structured fun and everything. <laughs> Well, going on what Jack told me, we've got some cards to make. I don't think we found any gingerbread houses, though. Well, oh, do what, what do we have to eat? I am starting to feel the rev knock go to my head a bit. Um, and I would like something to eat if we have anything. You can make something up. Uh, I'm, I can't say they're great, but I did make some Wookiee cookies. <laughs> you know. Life day started on Kashik and all. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I could. Um, how much hair went into the Wookie cookies? Oh no, it's not that traditional of a recipe. Um, you know, it's more of a uh, adaptation. No hair. Gotcha. Well, uh, uh, minimal hair. I mean, if you made them, probably no hair. I mean, my arms. No, I guess most of that's burnt off. Huh? Yeah, uh, I would say no hair. <laughs> I'll take, I'll take two Wookiee cookies. 
uh, you can see, you get the sense that maybe he's lightening up a little bit. He's starting to make a couple more jokes. Yeah. The environment seems to be doing him some good. Uh, yeah, a couple of Wookiee cookies should help. Um, is someone making something a bit more substantial than cookies, though? Because it is, you know, 18.30, and it's probably a good idea if we're drinking to have something for dinner. Yeah. Um, um, Plex, did we, um, assign anyone to food? Um, no, because I didn't really plan this one. Um, oh, Jack, why don't you whip us up some of your famous egg salad sandwiches? (laughs) That fact we established on episode zero. (laughs) I could do egg salad. That's not, that's not too hard. Um, we should have everything in the fresher. Nope, not the fresher. Not the fresher. (laughs) Space fridge. (laughs) Hey, we should have everything. Um, I've got, uh, I've actually been, um, this is a secret I've been keeping from everyone, but I've been growing my own deal. Hey, that's exciting. So, uh, I'll get those egg salad sandwiches going for everyone, and we'll have some, uh, you know, Good structured fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think the party continues pretty smoothly from there. You know, there's an albatross about the neck of this party. Yeah. That is inescapable, but it still goes pretty well. You know, everyone exchanges cards with heartfelt thanks and like, you know, because they're personalized, it's not like seasons greasons, it's like you know, here's what I appreciate about you, and it's real and honest. And the party winds to a close. Everyone's a little toasty. Reba heads up to the cockpit to pilot the ship for a little while. After the, you know, after the Life Day music starts to get a little too much, you know, there's only so many times you can hear Space Wham. <laughs> oh, we all felt Space Whamness. Space Math. Whamageddon. Yeah. Weirdly, Matchstick insists on putting um, Alvin and the Kushibon Christmas music on the list. Um, I-, I know that Kushibon are space lagomorphs and not space rodents, but, you know, it was the best thing I could come up with in the moment. It, it, yeah, it works. Although, I don't know how they record without tools, so. Well, they someone else comes and does the recording oh, okay. for them. Okay. They just saying life day life day <laughs> I don't know the I I hate that song so much it's I can't so wait bad. to hear a full version of it in the episode the uh the hollow log that's been burning is actually starting to die down it's been going so long it's um it's getting pretty late in the evening I suppose I'll just offer a uh a thank you this was um this was fun and I'm glad we did this. Yeah, it was uh I think it was pretty well worthwhile. Uh and I'm glad everyone enjoyed making cards. It was a fun activity. And you know, I personally think the cards we had in storage were a bit on the boring side, so I'm glad we got to exercise some creativity. Well, they were Cyanar supplied. Yeah, you know, there's only so many Seasons Greasons cards that you can send out before it gets boring. Really, they, they were just meant to hold your annual bonus in them. 
We get a bonus? Also, is it Life Day every four years? How are we getting an (laughs) annual bonus in a Life Day card? Listen, it's corporate policy. I don't I don't understand them. I just do them. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, thank you everyone for coming. And uh, I'll, if you'd like to volunteer to stay and clean up. And as soon as he says the word <laughs> clean up, the room is empty. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go check on Reba. Um. <laughs> like the room just immediately empties. There aren't even clouds of smoke from it. It's just gone. <laughs> Tina is there, though, and Tina helps Jack clean up. And, you know, there's a brief little conversation where Tina thanks Jack for helping him out and, you know, putting together the Life Day celebration and everything like that. And, you know, they have a nice brotherly moment together. And then Tina heads back to the cockpit to spend his evening. Plex, you have four new messages when you get back to your desk. Always wait until I'm not around. What do they say? (laughs) You are being ordered to report for rendezvous with Moff Cassius's fleet at Mintuine. You have a message that (laughs) says, uh, a second message says, Plex, confirm receipt of this message. And then a third that I will let you read after you go through your little thing you're gonna say. Mintuing. Been there. Can I have you roll um knowledge lore? This is easy because it's your own knowledge it's it's your yes. own lore you're recalling. just trying to remember through the lore of our podcast. Through an alcohol haze. Mm-mm. Oh jeez. Two advantages. <laughs> you're pretty sure that's the desert planet with two suns. Wait a minute. Or, wait, no. Um, maybe it's that one that's in Hut Space where the Clatoonians are from? Now I'm trying to remember who the Clatoonians are. <laughs> uh, Mintoween's right next to um, Chocolate Chipween, right? <laughs> in the ice cream system? Yeah, that's, it's next to... And then, um, so like- it's actually... They're the, like the bulldog-looking motherfuckers. So, um, Mintuween is sort of a couple planets over. <laughs> Get this one! <laughs> that Lego looks awful! <laughs> um, so yeah, there's like Mintuween, and then there's Neapolitoween. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Pistachioween. Rocky Rotorine. <laughs> Rum raised to eat. Yeah, but no one goes there. Uh, JK, that's my favorite flavor of ice cream. Rum raisin fucking kicks so much ass. Oh, Are you kidding? It's the best ice cream. I, yes, I am, I'm 100% on this train. Third message, it's from Shoal. It Great. just says, uh, see you soon, winky face. Great. And then the fourth, fourth message, message uh, Plex, please confirm receipt immediately. <laughs> Sent two hours ago. Okay. I'll get... I'll call up to uh, the cockpit first. <laughs> Duh. We gotta change course real quick. We're heading okay. over to Mintuine. Uh, Reba, uh, set course for Mintuine. And Bubble. make a memo. Uh, meeting with Moff Cassius. Uh, him? Yeah, him. Been a minute. Uh, yeah, I'll set that in your schedule right away, sir. 
Great. Thank you. Tainer out. Then what is the local time for Sinar headquarters? It's probably like 11 p.m. Probably shouldn't call directly. <laughs> Although, if she was messaging at 9, ugh, screw it. Might as well call. Bleep, 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 bleep. Plex, there better be a good explanation as to why you're calling two hours late. Uh, well, I, I am calling to confirm that we got your message. We were in the middle of a life day party. Is there anyone on your ship who is still sober? Uh, yes, the droid who is flying. The rest of us aren't <sighs> intoxicated per se. We're just a little bit happier. I suppose I can't fault you for having a life day celebration but look plex this is i'm very honestly this is your biggest mission yet mm -hmm. this needs to go perfectly if things go well we are talking about unit sales in the millions not millions e. of credits millions of ties oh this okay i also correspondence from Kuat about this. Kuat communicated with you. Shoal communicated with me. It, you know, I am not surprised. She's a trizesh. It happens. So I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're competing here, but cooperatively? You are actually in full cooperation with Kuat on this mission. This is a mutually beneficial arrangement. If this goes well, Kuat will be making many more Star Destroyers, and we will be making many more ties to fill those destroyers. Understood. Uh, you are going to be, you, Gold Squad, SD, and even your droids will be relevant for this. You're all going to be involved in training the clones that Moff Cassius has brought with him. Huh. Everything comes full circle, I guess. Yes, quite. So... Please don't screw this up. And no I think more alcohol. We're on a pretty alcohol. good streak right now. <laughs> right, but well, no more alcohol until after the mission. Understood. Uh, right. Um, is there anything else? Um, out of character. Mm -hmm. Did Kiel get reported as missing so far? Or are we still within that? Time I don't think you reported Kiel as missing. Huh. Should probably do that, I guess. I mean, they do probably already know, <laughs> which means that they know you haven't told them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Or you could keep up the lie. <laughs> no, that would be worse. Better. <laughs> Anything else, Plex, before I hang up? Um, Krennic never reported back. Mm-hmm. Um, thank we you for telling given... me. Yes, we... We know about the credits, we know when he went missing, and I appreciate you telling me, albeit a few days late. It It's Keel. I wanted to give him time to blow off steam, and I figured he would be back, but... Right. If one of your crew goes AWOL again, I expect a more timely report next time. If one of the crew goes AWOL again, it'll be someone that would be unexpected from. I am appealing to Miss <laughs> Wickenheiser's history with Kiel. <laughs> I do suppose that Alec is one of the least likely to stand up for himself in that sort of a way. And the clones literally can't. Yes, 
And if it's you who goes AWOL? <laughs> if it's me that goes AWOL, I've thrown the past lifetime out then. Well, people have done far more for far less reason. I'm, I'm pretty sure we're safe here. Mm-hmm. Well, don't make me call into question your leadership again, and we won't have a problem. Understood. Good luck. She hangs up. I think that's where we will end the episode. Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, visit patreon.com slash so says media. The game featured in this episode is published by Edge Studios. Remember, the best way to help the show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, or to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. The theme song for The Same Coin was written and performed by Chris Postel of Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com to hear more of Chris's work. For all other music and sound effects, see liner notes for details. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they-them pronouns. 40 Under 40 Gay Luminary Erica Rebecca Belsauce played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any pronouns. Emma Hisla played Keel Krennic. Emma uses shrug emoji pronouns, which function like Erica's any pronouns. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use it, its, and she, her pronouns. Until next time, stay wizard. Hi-ho, Jordan the Peterson here. Oh god, Up yours, no, woke moralists. We'll see that's the worst one I've heard. <laughs> see, his middle name isn't B. It's V. It's V, and people just misheard him and transcribed it as Jordan B. Peterson. Right. Yum, 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 red meat, the only thing I eat. I had cider one time, and I didn't sleep for four days.